Welcome to Ministry Leaders Anonymous. My name is Chris Bartlett. And I'm Matt Rice, and we hope to provide a moment of sanity during a busy week of ministry. We've both worked in ministry for over 20 years and have seen just about everything. And as messed up as we are, we are ready to dive into and bring a light to the hurts, hopes, and hungers that every ministry leader has. Awesome. Okay, I changed so the word. Why... I didn't like damaged. Like damaged sounds like I'm damaged goods or something. Oh, yes. Messed Those up, who broken. are damaged or in need of healing or fixing or redemption. Those so. who are messed up are just like in need of cleaning. <laughs> but I guess purify my life. Oh, is this Lord. the song you were listening to before we came on? <laughs> no, it was, frozen your... <laughs> it was Frozen 2 soundtrack <laughs> with my kids. And my little one and a half year old, she loves it. She's like, meow, 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 meow. And all my other kids are like, let's watch Avatar on Netflix. No, okay. So anyways. All right. What are we talking um, about, Chris, today? Like Frozen? No. Let, no, let me lead into it. So uh, the other day, someone was talking to me and they're like, hey, you know, with Next Level Ministry, you coach and empower and build ministry leaders, blah, 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 blah. What does that mean? And I said, you know what, in regards to the field of youth ministry, how cool would it be if uh, 10 years from now, because of the work that I'm doing and inspiring others and, you know, whatever, all that, everyone moves together in the same direction, that every youth minister out there in their first two years of ministry, or dare I say, every youth minister in the nation, has a mentor or coach and a spiritual director, right? Yeah. And that, that, that'd that be profound. What would the face of ministry <laughs> look like if it was just in youth ministry that that was a reality? What would the future of the church look like if that was a reality, right? And, and, and uh, not a mentor like, and, and this, uh, hopefully this doesn't sound messed up, but like not a mentor like the diocesan director of youth ministries. Like they're, you know, I don't know if that would be considered their supervisor or whatever, but like they're, they're diocesan, whatever, that I wouldn't see that as their mentor. Unless it was no, I, formal. Right. So the mentorship process, I would I, I would say someone that you could go to and say, I, I for some reason made parents mad with this policy. Um, and how do I navigate that? Great. Yeah. I think a mentor or a coach could do that, but also a diocesan director could help them navigate that. But mm-hmm. then they say, and I'm actually really hurt and doubting my abilities. That's where a mentor or a coach could really walk them through it. Whereas yeah. I'm not sure that the dealing with some of those more internal struggles is the purpose of a diocesan director. It's a deeper accompaniment than maybe, I, I mean, I was a diocesan director. And there's a lot of spinning plates. Do not envy those diocesan directors because in the midst of all those spinning plates, they also don't have the same type of parish community, mm. right? At least not in the work structure yeah. that, uh, that, that, that most uh, professional ministry leaders have. And so working at a diocese is, is, is tough. It's neat, and you can do different things, but yeah. So this but yeah, you don't have those random that. parishioners walking up to you and saying, thank you so much for X, Y, or Z, you know, or yeah, you're amazing. Yeah. That just doesn't happen because they don't see Instead, what you do. you go to a parish, and you're like, it's not my normal parish, so the pastor is looking and like, oh my gosh, they sent their spy. The diocesan <laughs> spy is here, and you're like, I'm just a dude trying to encounter Jesus, you know, calm down. But uh, but so that that, that piece— you know, next level ministry can take care of. We do the coaching. We can empower people to to kind of be guided in that area so they can be the hero in responding to God's will in their ministry. But the spiritual direction piece is not something that, that we do, yeah. you know. And yeah. uh, and so that's what I wanted us to explore today is spiritual direction. Yeah. Like, I believe that it is necessary and for, for every disciple, but especially necessary for ministry leaders. When was the first time you heard about spiritual direction, like as an idea or a concept? College. 
Okay, so you were in college. Um, was that that was Franciscan at the time, right? At Franciscan University, uh-huh. yeah. And I had arguably the best spiritual director director I ever had in college While during you were that there. time. Yeah. So the first time I had heard about it was after I graduated college when I was in my first youth ministry job, and I had. I like I had no concept as far as what it was. You know, someone recommended spiritual direction or I had heard about spiritual direction. I heard it was a good thing for youth ministers to do. And so I was like, okay, and I had no idea what spiritual direction was supposed to be. Um, I myself, like at the time, I think I've shared with this on the podcast, I was a very poorly formed Catholic at the time, and I was supposed to be forming high schoolers. <laughs> and on the spiritual side, I was like, you know, such an infant. Um but, you know, so then it was like, okay, well, I need to find a spiritual director. And it was like, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know what to do. So even after that, I had spiritual direction while I was in my graduate degree. But I still don't think I even knew what it was, really, until after, shoot, I would say probably until after I we started Ablaze and a few years into Ablaze. So it's been like eight years, probably, that I actually have known what spiritual direction is, what it should be, and what it should look like, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a huge chunk of my ministerial life that I did not have adequate, you know, spiritual direction. You know, and that's something that's one of the reasons why I think we wanted to talk about this today was to talk about, okay, you know, why spiritual direction? Maybe, maybe not so much the why, but um what what should it look like? You know, I think that um, you know, as far as the why goes. Um, because Chris said so, is good enough. Um, no, um, but every everybody that's in ministry leadership needs to have a spiritual director. Um, the the level of um, spiritual attack and spiritual formation that we have to have as ministry leaders requires that. And I don't think I've heard any different from anyone ever. Yeah, and I I think <laughs> I think there's all sorts of analogies. When you're sick, you go to the doctor. When you're well, you also still have checkups, right? I, I would, I've yet to meet someone who feels completely well spiritually. Like even Mother Teresa, Saint Mother Teresa Calcutta, in her in her writings, she talked about this dark night that she experienced for years and years and years. And the fact of the matter is, is she was still faithful, and she still had people that were pouring into her to help her navigate it. It's not that we're going to avoid dark times. It's not like with being sick and healthy, that analogy falls short because there are some dark and and lonely paths in the journey of a disciple. Navigating those is why spiritual direction is necessary. Mm -hmm. But also in those more spiritually fruitful times, to capitalize on those fruits, is we need a spiritual director to help us guide on those because otherwise... It's like our car can go up to 100 miles an hour and we can't get it out of second gear. And spiritual direction tells you how to shift into that new level. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, so basically, the first the first thing is for me as a type A personality is find a spiritual director, check that box, get it on the calendar, done. But in all honesty, like finding a spiritual director is a discernment. It's a process, right? Yeah. And so in my, in my life since college... I've had about five different spiritual directors, Yep. right? Yep. And some of them didn't work out and some of them did work out. And so I just want to share with you about two different experiences. Um, one was uh, one of the best spiritual directors I had uh, was in college. 
And I remember uh, during our, our our sessions, and we we did, I mean we prayed together. He cried with me when when uh, this this the girl that I was dating that we were both like, oh, you're gonna marry this girl. Like we had discerned that like together. He was more shocked, <laughs> like almost as shocked as I was when I was like, yeah, she broke up with me. And he's like, what? Like this this doesn't align with what God has told us. You know what's what I mean? Her, like, what's our phone just, number? Yeah, like it was. Yeah, he was gonna go fix it, right? Um, but there was one point that, and uh, in, in part of the spiritual direction that I got to experience, which is an advantage, but not a requirement, but an advantage of having a priest, but you don't have to have a priest, was that we would end our spiritual time, our spiritual direction with confession. And he literally, at, at one point I confessed, and it was the same, the lather, rinse, repeat confession. I don't know if you've ever had oh, yeah. had these, but but I've had these for 20 years. You know what I mean? Like the same, like three things always come up in confession. And he grabbed, he literally went, reached forward and grabbed me by the shirt, right? And he pulls me closer to him and he goes, Chris, when are you going to quit acting like a boy and become the man that God created you to be? And it was like, (laughs) whoa, like I was challenged by him, like for real challenged. And that was just like maybe the the peak of an example of that. But every time we got together, and prayer is hard and I get bored in prayer. And he's like, quit complaining about prayer. God loves you. He wants you to lean into it. So if you're bored, bring something more to the table when you talk to Jesus. And I'm like, <laughs> whoa, awesome. you know what I mean? So I walked away like jazzed up. I walked away convicted, encouraged, because it was never like you're a piece of garbage. He's like, be the man that God created you to be. You were made for something greater than the way that you're living. And uh, and and that was powerful. And so it was a spiritual director and I needed almost a little bit of a drill sergeant in the spiritual director that I had. Yeah. And that, that was that's for me personally. Someone else might need someone more tender or something like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but, uh, but, but I wanted someone to push. I did ask. So when did he ask you that question? And how long did it take? When did he ask what question? <laughs> when are you going to become a man and quit acting like a boy? So what would, you, what would your answer be? Eight oh, years? Yeah, well, I- nine years? <laughs> ten years? I, I'm Are you still there a work in progress. Yeah, no, it's so funny, Matt. Like, my parents were in town this last weekend, and uh, and I finally gotten to the point. I'm 40 years old now. When my parents come and visit, that like by day four, sometimes I shift into high school, Chris. Like, you you know what I mean? I don't yep. know if you have that to where it's like, oh, it's home and da da da, and all of a sudden you find yourself on the couch wanting to play video games, <laughs> but like not wanting to be a responsible adult yeah. while you're also making time for that, and so. Um, so that has just now happened to where it's like, no, I'm hosting them. I'm going to welcome them, and I'm going to lead this, uh, drive this a little bit more, as opposed to just kind of sitting back and let my mom and dad do things. So yeah. <laughs> I'm 40 years old, and I'm finally no longer a 15 uh, year old boy after spending two days with my parents. You know, so um, <laughs> this is a little bit. There's, I'm going to have That's a vulnerability funny. hangover after this podcast. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> but uh, I think that we're all works in progress, but that work can be expedited. Or that can be it can yeah. be cared for better well, and, with spiritual direction. And every spiritual director that I've ever had has always said, and this is the hardest thing I think for me as a directee to, I don't know, understand and be okay with. They've always said, if this doesn't fit for you, if this doesn't feel right, if you don't feel comfortable, if you don't feel like you can open up to me, I'm not the right one. Move on to someone else. You won't hurt my feelings. It's always hard for me to... Like actually take that as truth and and not feel like, oh, I have to at least stay for a half a year 
Otherwise I'll hurt their feelings or I have to stay because this other person I know is directed by them and they love them. So maybe I should stay because they're supposed to be this great spiritual director. If they're not a good fit, they're not a good fit and that's okay. You will not hurt their feelings. If you just say, I think I need to find a new spiritual director. That's it. It's that easy. OJ got out because it it wasn't a good fit. The glove don't fit. You must have quit. (laughs) Don't try and force that glove on. (laughs) You and your analogies. Some of these are great. Some of them are like, what? (laughs) Okay. Um, But, but no, I think that, I think that's good. And that, that's where the discernment comes in. Cause I've had, I've had spiritual directors to where it was like, actually this person just wanted to be my friend. And we used that 45 minutes together to foster our friendship. But at the end of it, I was like, he just patted me on the back for trying. Keep trying. Keep yeah. smiling. I'll be on your side forevermore. And I'm like, no, I want someone to grab me by the scruff of my neck and slap me into shape, you know? Yep. Um, again, because I'm a boy and I don't want to do it myself. I need someone to do it <laughs> for me, right? So um, so, th- that, so there's a discernment. So spiritual yeah. direction, uh, I don't want you to think, check the box. I want you to think, I need to start a process of discernment. And there's there's a couple of different ways to start that discernment. But the first is obvious. Pray. The first step in finding a spiritual director is to acknowledge that God wants you to have a spiritual director, someone who's going to guide you. And he created us in his image and likeness. God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is known by the community of persons. So he wants us to be in a community. Spiritual director needs to be a part of your community. So pray, Holy Spirit, find me a spiritual director. Guide me to where I need to go. And then pair that with patience. It's going to take a little bit of time, and that's okay. Yeah, you don't need to rush into it. You know, the um, it's going to be hard. I was thinking through this. Like, if every ministry ministry leader in the nation all of a sudden said, "Hey, you know," and, and like, let's say half of them or more, um, it's probably a lot more, uh, don't have spiritual directors, and they all just all of a sudden go out looking for spiritual directors. Um, what is that going to do? Are there enough spiritual directors to um, to actually direct these directees? Um, but yeah, you know, so be patient with that. Don't rush into it. It, you know, the the likelihood that your I mean, I wouldn't ask your boss, like if you're a, a youth minister or a ministry leader in a parish, don't ask that pastor to be your spiritual director. Would you say that like universally, Chris? Not not absolutely okay. universally because Just there are caution. some there are some parishes that are so r- rural that you're not going to be able to find another priest within a half hour drive. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Now, that being said, we've all gotten pretty comfortable with Zoom. Sacraments can't be conferred over Zoom, but spiritual direction can be. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. Um, but you can ask your priest, say, I respect you, Father. You know some of my situation. I would like to have uh, a spiritual director but one that doesn't sign my paychecks. <laughs> so so you're out. I don't want to create awkward scenarios for us because I, sometimes I complain about my boss, believe it or not, in spiritual direction. You know what I mean? Or whatever you want to say. You, you so have you to need hold to find back. One. I think like that would be yeah. so hard because you'd have to hold back. I think um, unless you just have that kind of a relationship with your pastor, um, you would end up holding back. And even if you do have that relationship with your pastor, I think it's still unfair. Yeah. I think it's still unfair yeah. to him, even if it if it would work for you. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, yeah. And so, ask ask a priest for recommendation. Yep. A priest you trust, but also be ready to feel like you're trying to find a seat in the lunchroom again. I'm gonna go ask Father, you know, Bill to be my spiritual director. And Father, Father Bill, Bill says no. 
Father Bill says, no, I'm, I'm too busy, I'm too full. And you receive it as, you are not worthy. You know what he I mean? He doesn't like me. I'm not good enough. I'm not cool enough. Whatever. Yeah. Right. So, so, so be patient and know that it might be a journey. So if you're like, I want a spiritual director, you're going to have to start a process. Yep. And then, and then actually maybe have one or two people or even three that you're looking at and go sit down with them. Take them out to lunch. I don't know if, you know, buy them a scotch, whatever it is that, that you think would connect with them um, or her. Let me just be clear. There's some amazing uh, male and female spiritual directors out there. There's institutes of spiritual direction and formation that people go through. So it doesn't even have to be a priest or an ordained or a religious. Yep. It can be a lay person that's gone through the training, um, something along those lines. And so meet with them and ask them, you know, what's your experience in regards to this? What's your spiritual style? You know, yeah. you know, what, what's your love language type of thing? But like, what's your prayer language? What What are you most comfortable with? And then, um, and then availability. Like, okay, so it seems like we align in regards to some of our our passions or our approach to God, um, and I could grow from you there. Um, but once every four months is not going to be adequate, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, it needs to be someone that you can meet with monthly. Um, like, Chris, have you ever had like experience with uh, spiritual directors that are paid to be spiritual directors, like by the directee? No, I haven't, but I'm, I'm, I, I, I've had experience where counselors have been paid, you know yeah. what I mean? So, so p- pouring into your wellness financially, investing in it that yeah. is, is not uncommon. So my first spiritual director was one that um, was was supposed to be paid. You know, I only met with the person once; it wasn't a good fit, so I didn't end up paying the person or moving forward. And I, I like at the time, I couldn't afford it anyway. Um, sure. Like the first one was free. I mean, it wasn't like I didn't pay her because whatever, but because I'm a jerk. But <laughs> the it's uh, kind of what it sounded like. I'll be honest. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so like I don't know how prevalent that is. I haven't had a whole lot of experience with that. That may be something that's fairly common um, as far as like lay spiritual directors go. Um, I haven't ran into that because, you know, most of my spiritual directors have been uh, priests, you know, so and they haven't asked for any, any form of payment or anything like that. I don't know if that would be weird, you know, for that, you know, because then. I don't know. Like, is the person then motivated to keep you happy so that you keep paying? You know, like, I don't know. Like, anybody that has experience with this, I'd be really interested to know, like, what that looks like. But go ahead, Chris. What were you gonna say? No, I'm just, yeah, I'm just thinking. Okay, that penance was a little rough. So you, you, I'm, I'm taking twenty percent off what I normally yeah. pay you today. It's like that. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Or hey, you're a woman and not ordained, so that would be weird for you to give me a penance. Yeah. <laughs> don't 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 do that. But 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 there is challenges. You know what I mean? When I go to spiritual direction, I take a note card and a pen. Uh-huh. And why? Because I don't want to go in with a big old notebook. Uh, but also I can keep that note card uh on my desk and I can look at it and be like, you know, the last time I went to spiritual direction, the thing that walked away was Chris, your spirituality is great, but you need to approach a little bit more with gratitude. So I want yep. you on the daily to thank God for uh for things. And then yep. this is what he said to me. I thought it was a profound insight. He goes, for the next week, for the first week, you can only thank God for gifts that exist within you. Because I was going through some self-doubt and some struggles and things like that. And he's like, if you don't start opening your eyes to the goodness that's within you and being grateful to God for it, you're never going to see it. And because mm-hmm. uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm thankful for my kids. I'm thankful for my job. I'm thankful for my, you know, d- dashing good looks, all these things. <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, but I, I actually I don't think about like you know I'm playful and that's really a gift God that's that's blessed others and and, yep. and and instead it's like oh I didn't do great in this area and I'm going to define myself by that failure and he saw mm-hmm. that and he's like nope gratitude and the first week you can only be thankful for things in yourself yeah because God gave you those as well and I'm like oh it was really good so and there needs to be a homework assignment like the challenge is a key oh, yeah. part of it yeah and so take notes so that you don't miss out on those things. Yeah, there's one-liners that just drop bombs in my mind. How many times have you failed your assignment from your spiritual director? Oh, I, at least 50% of the time. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. Because uh, I, like, I, yeah, I failed mine recently. I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I hadn't even started on it. <laughs> but but I've, had a, I've had a spiritual director where I hit a home run every time. Yeah. yeah. Why? Because he's like, great, keep up the good work. Bye. Yeah, that's not. Well, I can do that. (laughs) That's a piece of cake, right? But that's not. That's not where my growth area is. Let's really stretch me, and 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 so, yeah. You want you want someone that's going to challenge you, or at least that you're going to be responding to. How like how long does it take, or how long has it taken you with your different spiritual directors to just be like completely open, honest? Like this is my this is my naked self. This is who I am. Yeah. Um, Wow, it's varied. From time to time. Yeah. Three months. Three months for my one in college. That was yeah. my first spiritual direction experience. Um, two sessions for the one I'm with right now. Yep. But I knew this this person. For, I've known them for years. You know, yeah. I, I knew this person before they were ordained. And so it's a little bit different. They've journeyed with me. They know some of the situation. Um, and so, I mean, it that, that's that's the other thing. Can you be sincere? That's what I was, that's what I was getting at, you know, it was because it it doesn't really matter how long it takes to get there. I mean, like I would say if, if you're, if you haven't been like completely honest, like, like with the nasty, nasty, (laughs) like with your spiritual director within six months, then, then you need to reevaluate if this person is right for you. Well, and so some of the things that could prevent that one is like, if, if I am at a parish and I get a spiritual director who's at the diocese and I'm like, I want to make sure that I'm seen as prestigious in their eyes, so I don't want to show them all of my dirty laundry. Yep. The, in, in college, uh, there, there was this girl that says, I love going to priests I don't know. Confession to Father What's-His-Face is better than confession to Father See You Tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yep. And so um, if you need to find someone that doesn't run in your circles, then it's going to take maybe a little bit more time because you have to enter other circles to make that a reality. But do it if that helps increase the sincerity. I, I do want to add a caveat. It, it may mean, like, one, it may mean you need to look at yourself and potentially go to counseling, um, out like in addition to spiritual direction. Or maybe it, you're not capable of vulnerability exactly. in, in an authentic like, way. Yeah, yeah. There may be something else, but it's if it's been six months and you haven't been able to share like intimately with your spiritual director then you definitely need to do some evaluation either with your relationship with the spiritual director or just your relationship with yourself which brings us to our segment what is spiritual direction not spiritual direction (laughs) is not counseling yes those need to be different and separate yep spiritual direction is not just your way to skip a uh, a confession line yeah if that's the only time that you're pouring into yourself spiritually (laughs) that is not okay Yep. Spiritual direction is not venting. It's about yep. growth. Yep. Spiritual direction is not easy. It is hard work. Anything else to add to our special segment? For me, like I had uh, I had gone into spiritual direction like wanting like guidance. Like not just guidance, but like answers. Like I've wanted the spiritual director to tell me what to do. 
it's like uh nope that's not what it is like 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 and it was so frustrating because it's like all they freaking do is ask me questions <laughs> it's like but that's what it's meant to be you know like at least that's like what i understand it's meant to be absolutely yeah if if you are looking for the spiritual director director to guide you to god's will perfect yep if you are looking to the spiritual director to be god's voice in your life that is <laughs> Probably not a fair a fair thing. He wants to help you or she wants to empower you to better listen, right? Yep. Um, and, and if you think spiritual direction only happens in the one hour a month that you meet, that is also not what spiritual direction is. So you have to be open or docile to following the guidance. Like, I want you to sit with this. Yeah. I, I had a spiritual director tell me, um, you can either go to daily mass or you can pray the rosary, but your scrupulosity means that you can't do both in the same day mm. because I want you to take some other time and just sit with the Lord in conversation. Yeah. You're a doer, 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 and I need you to be, uh, just sit with God's presence. And so I'm going to take one of those two, two things away and allow you to use the rest of that time to just be present. And that's weird to be like, yeah. my spiritual director told me not to pray the rosary. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was to create space so that I could be open. And that was a hard thing to follow because it's so much easier just to check the box. I love, I've got no cards all over the place in here, you know? So anyways, yeah. That's funny. Your your green screen messed up when you put the card up. I don't know what it did, but it freaked out. Your uh, face disappeared. <laughs> Whatever. You can find um, it on YouTube. The, uh, oh man, I just lost my thought because of your stupid card. Um, the, uh, <laughs> um, but like as far as like direction with regards to like prayer life, like what your prayer life should look like and stuff like that, that's where you're going to get advice and direction, not so much in what you should do with your life, right? At least that's, that was, that's my understanding. Um, like when we were talking, what came up was the word obedience. Um, so how, like, where does obedience like come into play with your spiritual director? Well, I mean, it pairs, the obedience is paired with accountability, right? Yeah. And both, both those things are healthy. Um, but if your spiritual direction, uh, spiritual direction typically makes, uh, recommendations, I recommend you do this, or I suggest that you do this. I don't think that you're going to find yourself in spiritual direction, Matt, to where it's like, you have to do this, otherwise consequences. Like, what is the yeah, consequence? Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but but being obedient to, to someone else, it's that 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 idea of submission. Yeah. Is how growth happens in yeah. the spiritual life. It's yeah. to be like, I <laughs> thy will be done, thy kingdom come. I'm gonna let go of my own desires, and entrust it to someone. So that's why you have to pick a good spiritual director. Yep. That yep. and and one that you trust and and are able to submit certain things to. Absolutely. And sometimes that trust takes place over time. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it might be I come in with my prayer life um, and that's kind of just the actions on that day to day surface level. And now I'm going in with my family of origin and some of the ways that they've influenced my understanding of God, the father and how I receive God's love. And that might be six months in, you know what I mean, after you've shared a little piece. But you have to be willing to go all the way, even if it takes time to find out that it's safe. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, we guys, we have uh, found several different resources that we are going to make sure that we have available for y'all um, to to look at and to to learn more about all this stuff. On, I mean, Chris and I are obviously not experts um, in this. Neither one of us are trained spiritual directors. We are just we've been directees for twenty years. Holy cow! Like, have you been a directee for that long? Uh, no, I've been twenty four years. <laughs> like you've been a directee for 24 years. Like when you think about that, are, do you think about like the current state of your spiritual life and you're like, 
oh damn (laughs) i've been directed spiritually for 24 years and this is where i am there there were some gaps in there there were a few gaps in there um but yeah there there is part of me that's like wow this is i whatever this is a a slow process like i don't want to self-deprecate yeah i think or self-defecate but i think that's good for people to know like listening into this is like getting a spiritual director you're not going to go from zero to mother Teresa in a year right you may not go from zero to mother Teresa your whole life right (laughs) you know like and and comparing yourself to other people comparing yourself and, and having these expectations as to where your spiritual life should be after being directed for a certain amount of time that's that's not good that's not going to help you and that's not going to be spiritually fruitful God has you where he has you, you know, um, for a purpose, right? And he's going to walk with you. He's, you know, he's going to grow with you. You're going to grow in his, in a relationship with him. And it's, it's, it's personal. It's different for every single person. Because here's what I do know. Um, 20 years ago to now, my inner voice is lifted to God constantly. Yep. Right. And so I I say little prayers along the way. I see things and I'm like, Jesus, be present in this moment or be present to that person or help me come up with the words to be able to share your love in this moment. Those little that little voice is something that that was developed. Mm -hmm. Um, The other piece is my understanding of Marian theology and her role in my spiritual life has been completely transformed. Yep. And that's because of spiritual direction to be able to talk things through and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why would we want to talk to Mary when we could instead talk to talk to Jesus? And uh, and and the thing is, is it was like a, a, a concrete roadblock, mm. and spiritual direction moved that roadblock out of the way one inch at a time. I know someone could just send me a Catholic Answers blog post and be like, "It'll just get removed right away," but that's not how I was able to process it, you know. And so it's yeah. it's that journey. There's a lot of little things like that. So there is um, a, a place called Spiritual Directors International, and you can. Uh, you can get more advice there and also find out how to find a spiritual director. Their website is sdiworld.org, sdiworld.org. And so if you're like, I have no idea what the next step is, that might be the next step. A lot of us might have had a spiritual director that maybe we just sort of stopped going to and lost touch with, and maybe it's been three months, maybe it's been three years. Start there. You've already started the process and recommit to that. That would be another good next step. But always the first step is to pray and ask the Lord for guidance there. Absolutely. And if you guys need any help, I mean, like we can help direct you in whichever way you want. Um, MLA at ablaze.us if you want to reach out to us. I think uh, I'd be happy to to help you if you need it. Um, you guys, And I would be ecstatic. So you should reach out to me instead. <laughs> I think that email goes to both of us, doesn't it, Chris? Maybe Indeed. Not. Indeed. Okay. So uh, you guys, thanks for joining us. I know we just dipped our toe in this vast pool. And that's the beauty of spiritual direction. It will, uh, it will increase. And uh, so encourage, take one step this week to move forward towards spiritual direction or to thank your spiritual director if you already have one. And uh, here at Ministry Leaders Anonymous, we believe that if you want to go quickly, go alone. And if you want to go far, we go together. Take some time this week to pray for other ministry leaders and to thank God for your spiritual director if you have one. Amen. We will see you guys next week on Ministry Leaders Anonymous. God bless you.